We're always talking smack, smack, and telling lots and lots of stories. We hope you think we're funny and not really boring. It's the Nathan and Gabe Show. Nathan and Gabe Show. Nathan and Gabe Show. Live again on the Nathan and Gabe Show. Episode 44 with JP. Hey, hey. Juan Pablo Bustamante <laughs> Rigaldo. Regalado. 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 Oh, shit. Is that, was that it? Yeah, that's it. What oh, is it? Regalado? Regalado. Juan Pablo Re- Bustamante Regalado. Yeah, it's I a threw whole an fucking L. Twin. I threw an That's a name, dude. Exactly. That's quite the name. It's, it's a tongue twister. I was always impressed wow. with your name. The first fucking time I ever heard your name, I said, dude, that's a <laughs> strong quality name. name you got there. <clears> My friend name. always tells me he gets winded just saying it. Uh, so JP was a guest on... The podcast before it was even the Nathan and Gabe show, I think, right? Getting Coasted. It was the Getting Coasted podcast. Let me cue the Ombras. Oh. Uh, not a sponsor. <laughs> Jensen, shout out, should be. But JP has been a longtime friend since we moved to Newport. Used to be on the jujitsu team. Yeah. Moved away to work at Tesla. You might have heard of it. Little Tesla. Company. Yeah. Uh, little, you work directly startup. with Elon, right? Uh, well, I mean, like, directly for him, maybe. I, I don't really uh, get to see him. Okay, <laughs> I thought you were, like, his number one guy. No, no. He's not, not like, Juan Pablo. I don't want to get not, I don't want to get that close to the sun yet. Cue uh, the yeah. Neuralink <laughs> connection. Uh, right? No, no. If you want to get that close to Elon, maybe you have to get a chip implanted or something. Really? Are, are, uh, how close are we to getting Tesla chip implants? Uh, or whatever version of I mean the Neuralink stuff. I, I you know they don't talk to us about it. Obviously, I, I build the car bodies. You know I'm in I'm a I'm in maintenance. I'm a manager of maintenance, so I'm in charge of all the technicians that would, for example, something breaks down. I come, hey, um, this is down. This welder, this robot, this conveyor, whatever it is, need, needs to get fixed. So when you when you went there, you used to work at the fish plant here, and your yeah. job was to make everything run smoother. Uh, well, I was in research and development, okay. optimizing quality and process controls. So it really was just you like, optimized <clears throat> shit. You made it yeah, run better, make it better. Right? Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. then you moved to Tesla to do the same thing. Yeah. And so, then you've already got bumped up to manager. You've already gotten how many how many raises up are you from where you were when you got there? So <clears throat> when I got hired, I got hired as a level two industrial engineering technician. So, and that's just pretty much to do process optimization. Same thing. It's it's an engineer that it's more of an administrative role. Okay. You uh, analyze, like, for example, an entire process. You take video of it, and then you break it down, and then you pretty much say, okay, this is what the employee did. This is how long it should take them to do this. You know, so, like, it's something called modaps. You analyze human movement and body and stuff. It's bullshit where we work. I'm sorry, guys, <laughs> if you ever listen to this. Uh, the whole team, I think it's bullshit because it's more of, a like, a union thing so for example when it's a union <laughs> you tell them hey you know this no. is how long you should be working and the union okay negotiates it okay guys this is how long you should take to do this process but tesla's not like that it's chaotic as hell mm. and so whenever you show up and you're like hey you're taking five seconds over the limit it's like go away you know and or, i mean when you got every movement timed to the second yeah that's that sucks not right if you're a worker it sucks. Yeah. Yeah, like literally every body movement. So you're like, no, you got to raise your elbow four degrees higher when you're rotating your body to put this thing wow. here. It should only take you three mods, which is like uh, f- 
eight, three eighths of a fraction of a second. So that ends up being something like a, a second and a half, whatever, to wow. do this certain motion. Wow. And it's like, it sucks because you're pretty much like, you analyze it, you tell someone, okay, your process is taking too long. And they're like, yeah, I know. Like, well, are you going to give me any help fixing it? Are you going to fix it for me? No, I'm just here to tell you it sucks. And uh, if you don't fix it, it's on you. If you do fix it, I get the credit. If you fix it and it doesn't work, it's on you because it's your process. Wow. Later, Wow. <laughs> so it was, a, it was, I didn't like how that worked out. It's a, it's the engineering job that almost everybody wants because there's like no accountability. Uh, but to me, it was just not fun. Okay. So my boss at the time, he had just gotten hired to build up the S and the X line. So the S and the X are, are luxury models <clears throat> and, uh, during the pandemic, everybody that worked on those lines got moved over to the new 3 and Y. And then we put together the SNX into one line, and they built a new team for it. And that's who my boss was. He was tasked with building this new team. Well, my job in industrial engineering was boring, so I approached him and I tell him, Hey, you know, uh, half the day I'm not doing anything because I'm getting everything done really fast. You have anything else for me? I want to learn. And so he had me doing a lot of project management stuff, coordinating, getting things ready for him, talking to like <clears throat> uh, suppliers, engineers. He just had me pretty much being his right-hand guy. Uh, he had been in uh, automotive manufacturing for a long time. And he was kind of at this point where he didn't... He, got, he moved over to Tesla. He wanted to learn powertrain. But they put him in body and white, and he just didn't have the, the interest. So he looked at me to be the guy that was willing to learn all of it and kind of like be like, hey, this is the equipment, this is what's doing, and so then he could make the big decisions. Hmm. And it's not, it's a smart thing to do, but... Uh, so how did you get raised up so quick? Well, so I was getting to that. So he was going to make me a project manager, and uh, he sent me to Mexico to work with one of our suppliers, and right before I came back, he got fired. And um, so I approached his boss... And I talked to her and I said, hey, you know, I was going to get a project manager job when, with uh, the other guy. <clears throat> um, do you need a project manager? And she told me, they just fired like 20 project managers all over the factory. I don't need a project manager, but I do need production and maintenance managers. And I thought, well, I would love to be a maintenance manager. I'd be in charge of all the equipment and stuff. <clears throat> it's something that I've always been interested in. Yeah, that's cool. And I told her I wanted to do it. But I had no experience in body and white, no experience in maintenance, and no experience managing. So they gave me like a three-month trial, and I did very well. And so they gave me the promotion. That led to me being in charge of some guys that had been there for a very long time. Mm. And they did not like that. Because you got bumped <clears throat> up so quick? Yeah, because I went from level 2 tech to level 2 manager. Like, it's a huge step. There are guys that have been there for 10 years, and they're not level one managers maybe so, they don't have the ambition that you have though well they don't have whatever it is they were looking know? for <laughs> they yeah. were looking for they don't have those <laughs> the hair huh? i think is what yeah. it is they don't have I, I i call it a a, a people of being democratic you know i guess okay. i can work with anybody and i can yeah. make projects happen i'm not one that's going to get all egotistical and be like that's not going to work that's my area how can we make it work i always m make help PLC, process engineering, dimensional engineering, mechanical engineering, everybody, I help them out. I'm like the glue between everyone because I essentially I run the team of technicians that help these engineers accomplish these things. And so <clears throat> me being very democratic and being willing to work with them really helps out our current process. So I'm, I'm that guy. Instead of 
the other dudes that are very like, no, I know how things should run around here. I've been here forever. Mm. And so it's either my way or, or I'm going to argue. Mm. And so I really worked out for the position. They just don't like it. And so they just pretty much, two of the supervisors under me decided they just wanted to get me out of there and started complaining a lot to HR and using HR as a weapon against me. Because in California, a lot of the labor laws are more based on the employer side, employee side. So they pretty much just started like complaining about every little thing. I would ask one to do his job and he'd be like, oh, this guy, uh, he's like, pretty much said, if you, I'm, I don't want to do it. I don't have enough time. You're giving me too much work. And um, <clears throat> if you write me up for it, I'm going to call retaliation. I already got legal involved. I already got Elon involved. Like threaten me, threatening me with HR. Mm. And there's nothing I can do about that. And there's nothing HR can do about it either because it's like you can't get somebody in trouble for calling harassment on someone else because then it's like victim blaming. And do stuff. you think that it's easier to do that now to victim to like to try to create a bad guy to somebody? Well, yeah, in a state it's a, like in that. a woke culture in in California, you mean, or like in, in it's, a, it's just depends on the state's laws, obviously. You sure, know? which it's California so, is like notoriously woke. Yeah, exactly, they're they're definitely on the farthest left end, and so the employees can use those laws. In in bad faith, sure. I would call it, you know, and it it sucks because they're there for a reason. They're not bad laws, honestly. If you really think about it, they probably do help a lot more than they don't, <clears throat> especially by weeding out bad employers or bad managers that would mistreat people. I'm not I'm not against them. It's just when you have bad actors that are willing to take advantage of the system, and obviously the system is more leaning towards their side, and so it's easier for them to take advantage of it. Right. <clears throat> But it goes it goes either way, you know. I mean, uh, anybody could figure out a way to take advantage of it. And since Tesla just took a, a big loss last year with like a hundred and seventy million dollar lawsuit, they're just not taking any chances, right? Yeah, now. right. <clears throat> so that's. I mean, it's it's understandable. It's it's PC. So what and, do you see? You know, what do you see uh, your future in Tesla? I mean, how does that look in? I don't know. Elon just sent out an email saying he's going to fire 10% of salary. I saw that. I saw <laughs> so, that. Yeah. Wow. I don't know well, if I'm going to have a job when I get home. Sa- I mean, wow. laid off though, right? Or fired. Yeah. No, laid off. Laid I off. I mean, you can't just fire someone. That no. Just an unlawful termination. That's another thing that's like it's on our side too because it's like, oh, just all of a sudden he fucking fired us. Well, I can claim unemployment. Well, you, you know? can, but he could still he could still fire ten percent of the business if yeah. he needed to because yeah. the bottom line says he has to. But then he would have to pay. But then he has to get unemployment. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. So there are not every state has you know that kind of law. Sure. And so, it's it's useful and it's but when someone uses it against you, it sucks. So, so versus yeah. uh, getting laid off, you 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 still get paid there or no? You don't get paid anymore. Uh, not if I get laid off. No, not by them. So what's the? I mean, what's the? Why not just lay people off and set a fire in them? Like that seems well, you still like have the to move. Pay, you still have to pay them unemployment. Okay, either way. <clears throat> yeah, like there's. Oh, I, I, I mean, I don't know exactly one hundred percent the unemployment laws and to like to cover them in general, but I know that if you fire someone and without or put lay someone off without it being their fault, you know, like Tesla's doing, <clears throat> like, hey, you know, things are going to get expensive. We got to get rid of ten percent of you guys. They still have to pay them unemployment until they find another job. That seems like some BS, man. If I was Elon, I'd be so mad. I'd have to pay people. Because, like, what if you're, what if I've got a thousand employees and 990 of them are awesome? 10% suck, but they don't suck enough to where I can fire them. 
They, but I don't necessarily want them to work there anymore. Now I still got to pay these ten guys. Like that's a bummer. Yeah, but hey. it's, it's a cost analysis. Maybe yeah. those guys being on on unemployment is cheaper for you as a company as well because you don't have to pay them one hundred percent of what their salary used to be. You pay them based on I think the state laws determine how much you're supposed to pay this person. Yeah, but. It's not the same. And at some point, these people are going to find a different job, and then you stop paying unemployment to them. Yeah. Unemployment is also subsidized by the government. Too. If I'm Elon, I make them disappear, bro. <laughs> yeah, send them yeah. to the moon, right? No, I know. You're just, I mean, you're, you're just some, you're, I have the boring company. You're literally in a cave seven miles under the ground, and I've just buried you. I'm Elon Musk. Right? I do whatever the fuck I want. You're not fired. You got transferred yeah. to the boring division. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on yeah, down damn. here. Come on down this. This, this, just go down to the end of the hall down there. Everybody line up. And then, oh, what's that sound? Rumble. And then a bunch of boring <laughs> machines pack you in there. You fucked with the wrong guy, man. I'm yeah. Elon Musk. Yeah. You, yeah. We didn't fuck with him. We worked for him. And then yeah. all of a sudden, the you did something. got hard. You didn't yeah. hustle enough, though. You didn't, you didn't, yeah. you know? Well, to be fair, I need perfect movements for my humans to work for me. <laughs> yeah. I need robotic movement. Isn't that crazy? Like, essentially, you want robots. Yep. You want people to act like robots. I, I wanted to Why ask not just make robots as well? So, is there like a is there like a certain level of like fitness that they would hire at? Because if you imagine that somebody has to like make these exact precise motions all the time, like you would want somebody that was essentially like they're not unreasonable. There's okay. also something uh, called a uh, it's like uh, fatigue, pretty much built into the calculations of these people. Because eventually, you do get tired of right. repetitive yeah. motion injuries. Yeah. That's, that's a thing. thing. Yeah. So, exactly. No, all of that is definitely taken into calculation. So, okay. like about fifteen percent of the time, the person's going to be slowing down, or you know, not doing something, or there might be a breakdown. That's kind of worked into the, even though it, it kind of technically is higher, but I want to talk about that. <laughs> That's wild, though. Yeah. I, it just That's just incredible to me. It's a union thing. So, like, because, for example, let's say a union has a bunch of employees and they're taking too long to build something, the company's going to be like, hey, guys, you know, they should be taking this long. And then the union's like, why? Well, give us the studies. Why should it be taking this long? And then someone does a MODAPS analysis, like, look, this is how long the person should take. And then lawyers negotiate with the union, and then they're like, okay, from now on, you have to be this fast at doing it, otherwise, the union gets dinged for it, or something like that. Wow. Know? Yeah, man. Yeah. Union, I mean, we don't have unions, but it, <clears throat> that's the good thing about Tesla, because Tesla's extremely chaotic, and that's the good thing Sounds about, like it. Yeah, yeah that's the good my, thing about even, Tesla. Yeah, from 10 minutes of talking, it <laughs> yeah. seems like, yeah. It's, it's a brand new company, they're learning as they go, Yeah, and that's why being chaotic is good, because you can make quick changes. But when it comes to a union job like that, if you want to make one little change, you have to get down, you know, the lawyers to sit down, negotiate it. Okay, we're going to be installing this part from now on. So, like, we have to do all of this work and just renegotiate and stuff just to get one little thing done. Yeah. And for unions, it's that's a nightmare. Now, once you have your process dialed in, that's a good thing. But Tesla hasn't dialed in yet. The bummer about unions, I mean, it's great because unions protect workers' rights, right? They fight for the worker as yeah. a collective unit that makes that has a lot of money and whatever, a fight on their side. But then also the downside is if I was a business and I was working with unions, the unions also fight for their employees to like be able to be lazier or be able to not work as hard <laughs> and hide behind the union job. And that's kind of the bummer side yeah. of it, because then you got you got somebody. If I if I could just hire a bunch of people that did work for the union, 
I could fire you, whatever. I have to hold you to a higher standard. If I'm working with people that are working for the union, their standard is the union standard. They don't have to do any any more than that. And they yeah. why would they? They don't have any incentive to do any more than no, that. And they shouldn't. They get in trouble if they work harder than they actually should. Yeah. Because it's it's by contract. They're like, oh, it's going to take them this long to do it. And, I mean, when it gets worked out, you know, they, it's it's in good faith. But once it, they implement it, you know, there's the bad faith people that just take advantage of it. Like, I had a friend that told me that they worked. He was union carpenter and they built the clean rooms for uh, hp up in portland <clears throat> and uh well every time you go in and out of a look you can only work two hours straight before you have to take a break well to get in and out of those clean rooms it takes you like an hour to get dressed and all this other shit so like they would get dressed they'd work 15 minutes and they'd have to take another hour to get undressed because that's getting paid and then they take their break so they only work 15 minutes every wow. time they built the fucking thing yeah yeah. That's crazy. Man. Yeah, but like it's it's built into the contract. They're like, well, you know, we have to. We literally have to do it this way because otherwise they get in trouble if they stick around too long or That's something. Nuts. Yeah. Yeah, funny story. This guy got That's... fired because they were working above a clean room and he said he was drinking a bunch of protein shakes and he farted and the fart got sucked into a clean room where a bunch of engineers worked and they all started choking on his fart. That's hilarious. And he Dang. got fired for that. Really? Wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry, dude. <laughs> farting, dude. You're like, what'd you do? I sexually assaulted someone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Talking about, <laughs> yeah, I went out like a man. But uh, like, yeah, apparently they were like choking in there. They had to leave the clean wow. room. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Man. Now, did he do it on purpose? But that wasn't that wasn't like a walk I by. Was... That was like there's a <laughs> vent. There's the vent that's yeah. going into the clean room. Everybody's in there. Watch this <laughs> butthole on the opening. Send it. Oh no, this guy. I can see him working. Hey, holy shit, Bo, bro, I gotta fart. I'm just, I think I'm just gonna do it. <laughs> yeah, fuck it. Yeah. Just got bubble. Just yeah. got bubble it's guts. Uh oh. Yeah. <laughs> Trying to hold I it mean, in. It takes you an hour to get out of there. You're not gonna hold that fart that whole hour. Yeah. You can't that's expect. That's painful. Yeah. yeah. Like when yeah. you're on your first date. He could almost. He could almost sue them for expecting to hold the fart in. Right. First like, date. Yeah. That's a whole month for me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, mercy. So yeah, it's it's got its perks, you know. I mean, like people take get protected but then you know managers or employers kind of you know it sucks for them and i mean elon comes across as like the the man right like he's fighting for freedom he's fighting for all this stuff and you would think that that would just translate all the way through everything that he does well yeah but his he most said he's not firing anyone that's like not salary anyone that builds cars is not getting touched okay so he's actually getting more of those people so yeah he's so who's he firing the managers yeah Oh boy! Yeah, yeah, oh, like administrative boy. people. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but I build the car. I'm in charge of okay. the technician. I'm like essential. Yeah. I am essential. I'm in charge of the people that keep the line running. So, if if there's anyone in salary that won't get touched, it's, it should be me. Okay, you hear that? You guys hear that? Uh, famous, right. famous last words. You know I mean, that. I would want to if if, you, if there's somebody that's complaining about little petty stuff, um, and I'm Elon Musk. Dude, I'm I'm doing like culture changing things. Like I'm doing big things. I have absolutely not a second for some petty bickering between oh. two employees. How about this? If you even come to me with a problem like that, that means you've skipped through layers of leadership, I would imagine, right? That means 
bro, you've just taken up one little bit of my fucking computer and my brain. P.S. I'm Elon Musk. I have no time for you. Everybody's fired that has to do with anything in your complaint. How about that? Wow. Yeah. And then I'll pay double for some some other smart kid to fill your space. And then I'll make it clear, hey, if you've got problems, talk to your talk to about 70 layers below me. Cause I'm up here doing some shit in my head that's <clears throat> 15 degree chess. Dude. That yeah, dude. Like and you're not like, even on my level, bro. And that night he just walks down on the pier and then he looks for those robot people. <laughs> so he's like, these are the guys. These are yeah. You're <laughs> hired. Size you're movement. hired. Yeah. <laughs> uh, mimes. Yeah, he starts hiring mimes off the side. are painted silver. <laughs> <laughs> the robot people. Yeah, yeah. Just dude. walk into the factory for now. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, so is that is that Elon's uh, goal then to just create a, a bunch of robot? employees that don't I that mean, just have perfect movements and don't say anything i mean it's it's it has to go that way eventually because it's harder and harder to hire people and just human employees are just getting less reliable especially you know in states where they're just so overprotected well that's the culture yeah it, it creates this like uh what's what would you call it just like a uh, uh entitlement Sure. You know, for culture sure. and just employees just are not very good in California because of that. And I mean, you know, it's it's just the laws have bred that. Uh, like when I came from Texas, it was a right to work state. They could just fire you because they didn't like your face. So you were, Dang. you know, you like, you know, you were humble about working somewhere. You appreciated the job. Here yeah. it's like, bitch, like fire me. I dare you. I'll just, you know, like sue you for wrongful termination yeah. and get a shit ton of money out of right. it. So, yeah, that's wild. It's, it's, uh, depends who you are. It's weird because, you know, like I grew up in a state where being poor sucks and then I got money and now I live in a state where being rich sucks. So, <laughs> <laughs> where were you born? What were you, what poor? Part? Uh, it was El Paso, Texas. Okay. You know, so definitely like a little border town, rinky dink. Yeah. And you got family in Mexico, right? They're all in Mexico. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Except, you, how often do you get there to go back to Mexico? I try to go at least once a year. Yeah. Once a year? Yeah. Okay. I thought it was more than that for some reason. If I can. Yeah. yeah but recently with the whole pandemic thing and stuff. I mean, it's got to be pretty expensive. What's germs like at Tesla, dude? Four masks for everybody? Masks over your ears and your mouth? And as long your... as you've got one somewhere. Okay. So... <laughs> it could be on your chin and everyone's like, whatever, he's got one somewhere. Okay. Yeah. Like, this, like for example, one of the supervisors that I told you was being a problem. Didn't want to wear his mask. And eventually enough people complained. And I approached him, hey, dude, you got to wear your mask. I don't want to because it's my religion. I don't yeah, wear masks. Yeah, good. And... Well, but it was like, okay, well then, it's a safety thing. You have to wear steel toe. You have to wear a hard hat. You have to wear a mask. We're keeping other people safe around here. There's no religion that says you can't wear steel toes. Like, you know, it's that's just how it works. But we can't get him in trouble because it's his religion. So you got to go and leave of absence. Hmm. You you know, you go. Does he still get paid? No. Oh. No, dang. fuck him. That's why you got mad. Get paid because my. Ball say my religion says I don't wear a mask when you made up the fucking religion. Well, they like, made up the mask yeah. thing too. As long as we're making up stuff, but who every, says your made up thing gets gets over mine? Well, but we're all playing by the rules of this made up stuff. Yeah, religion that's what mandated. that's well, that's how money works. <laughs> it's made up, but we're all playing by the rule that it's got a value, and that's kind of how we're doing it with the mask. It's a stupid value, but we're all playing by the same fucking rules. So just fucking suck it up and do it. That was the attitude. But mm. this guy was like, no, I'm better than anybody. And I should get paid because my religion says that I shouldn't wear a mask. That's my guy. And 
I know you would go about it that way, but like legal was like, well, that doesn't work out, and uh, we're just gonna put you on unpaid leave, yeah. and uh, until the mask money goes away, or until you feel like putting one on. Okay. And uh, eventually, the mask money went away, and he had to come back. And he was really upset about that. <clears throat> but, oh, he um, liked his vacation time. He liked his vacation time. He was upset that he didn't get paid while he was gone. But it's like, well, then why doesn't everybody just say that? Mass Mandate comes on. We're all religiously not going to wear it. I one. wish they would, because then, then they would have to and not. And then Tesla has to pay all of those employees. No, then Tesla takes away the stupid mask mandate. No, it's goes, not all right, mask mandate. Everybody fucking rose against us. But it's not Tesla's mask mandate. California's. It's the, it's the state's mask Tesla's mandate. Tesla's bigger than California. Elon's already proved, <laughs> Elon's already proved that by move, moving over to Texas. Uh, I bet that stung a little bit. That's why he did it. Because yeah. during the pandemic, they were doing all these closed downs and shutdowns yes. on us, and that's why he decided to do that. But yeah. he still has 15,000 employees in that factory left there. So, I mean, if eventually he's like, I'm fucking done with California. I'm yeah. shutting down all operations. I yeah. could have. Happen, but I hope that doesn't happen. I, I, I suppose <laughs> fifteen thousand yeah. people hope that too. But if I'm Elon, if I was that guy, I would say Elon, can you just send me to Texas, please? I care about my freedom. And then maybe. well, there's no surf in Texas, and it's really hot, and it's getting oh. packed, and it's expensive. Corpus Christi, Austin no, no surfing Ca- out there. Austin is California too, and no, dude, the bay is ugly as fuck. Okay, no, yeah, all no, right, there's no surf coming. All right, no, it w- Austin was great in the past, but it's turned into just. What California's turning into? What Portland turned into? Yeah. You know, and at one point Austin Austin took away, uh, <clears throat> stopped enforcing the camping uh, ban, and let people camp wherever, and it got bad. Oh no! So bad that they reinstated and kicked everybody out. Greg Abbott was like, "Fuck that! We're not doing that again because it's it's it turns into a huge problem." Yeah. Especially in a like here in Portland, it gets really cold too. So that's one other thing that might keep a bunch of homeless from coming up. Yeah. Might. But down there, there's... I mean, that's two. That's three months out of the year, maybe, where it's really cold. So right? they have to leave it that's that point. N- Yeah, nine months, though, to, to fucking set up your tent yeah. and rape and pillage, <laughs> do whatever you want to. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it seems like they want the Wild West, dude. Yeah. That's that's what it is. No law anymore. Yeah. Everybody can just do whatever they want. What's... And the only laws are silly laws. Masks and fucking yeah. pronouns and shit, dude. Yeah. I say bring back the Wild West. And what's, Let's go and Billy what's, the Kid style. What's pillaging without a little rape? You know, I, I guess. <laughs> and, you know, that's uh, that's what us Mexicans are good for. Our bad hombres, you know, coming over the border. And, oh, uh, you got oh, raping God. everybody. Raping and pillaging Dang. and shit. That's what we're good at. That's... I like you guys. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. <laughs> I yeah. don't know, man. They don't like us enough to give us a Marvel hero yet, dude. They haven't oh, given us yeah. no fucking Marvel heroes. I do. I know, right? We were in this country before any of you guys. Man. Anybody. There's yeah. not one single <laughs> yeah. half Mexican Marvel, or even like grew up in Texas, so, superhero. They had... The, the, okay, I know y'all had Speedy actually, Gonzalez though, right? right? <laughs> wow, way back, dude. You guys had, yeah, he's yeah, not dude. a Marvel Carps. hero. Yeah, people, <laughs> he's, he's, people love that guy. Speedy <laughs> Gonzalez, no, the, the coyote could never catch him, yeah, right? No, For sure, the coyote, he, he was like immortal. It was Sylvester that chased him. He had his cousin Slowpoke Rodriguez. Remember that character? No, his cousin Slowpoke Rodriguez. He's like, hey, what's up? And he's like, hey, Speedy, there's a cat right outside. <laughs> like the most racist shit. Dang. I fucking it's hilarious. Huh? Really? I've never. I don't remember that guy. Oh uh, yeah, Slowpoke Rodriguez. I'm, I'm a little fan <laughs> right now. I feel offended. <laughs> yeah, dang. So I know that like they had, the new Doctor Strange movie had two characters that were like some interdimensional aliens that's 
there were like lesbians that spoke Spanish. That's like the farthest they've gone into wow. kind of giving anybody any like. Damn. So they're you know, Latinxes. Yeah, it was like really lazy. I was just like, come on, guys, like give someone a sombrero, maybe. I don't know, but like yeah. I don't know. <laughs> That'd be wild, dude. What do you For, think the, the superpower would be? Yeah, good just question. Well, they, they have a guy. <laughs> they have a guy that's actually from the El best, Paso. The best fruit really? cups yeah. ever. He's uh, a. <laughs> No, he's called the Blue Beetle uh, from El Paso. That's a that's a Marvel character. So that's a superhero. And he, what was his powers? Oh no, no, that's DC. Never mind. Uh, he'd like find some like blue scarab that fell from some space and that gave him his powers. It's like an armor. Wow. He chews a magical chiclet that he bought on the border. <laughs> <laughs> Just up the fucking border. It's like one day, <laughs> little Juanito got brave. And pick the glowing chiclets. <laughs> the bean, the Mexican jumping bean, jumps into his mouth, and his superpowers are super jumping, dude. Right? That that's a good origin story. Jumps Radioactive Mexican jumping bean. Right? He's starving. Oh, right? Yeah. Mom and dad just got killed off by a whole bunch of fucking gangsters. Yeah. What, what do they call them down there? Not gangsters. Oh, the cartels. Cartels. Cartel. Yeah, yeah. Cartel took out mom and dad. Right? You're starving on the street. You've lived there for like a year. Yeah. So you're kind of strong. You find this glowing Mexican jumping bean. You eat it. And now, dude, you've got super, of course, super strength and super jumping ability. Border hopping ability. Dude, borders are are nothing for the Mexican super bean. He's like, he doesn't have to jump very high. He can jump really far. Yeah. It's all inclusive. Yeah, yeah. Dang. I think you're, that's What would his name be? Mm, L. Think about that. L something. Like, you start with L. I don't know. Jumping bean. What do you say, know, jumping? Yeah. Jumping bean sounds like that'd be a tough one to pitch. <laughs> yeah. It's a Disney Plus. Yeah, I don't know. Jumping bean. El Frijol. Jumper. El Frijol. Is that the bean? The bean. Okay. Wow. All right. The bean. Yeah, I but it's like in their language. He so puts cool. the free in Frijol. <laughs> it's in their language. <laughs> They'll be all right with that. Yeah, he'll be fine, dude. <laughs> His oh, job yeah. is just to just to. Uh, Save people that are being like illegally trafficked. He he hops them over the border. He's like, or no, yeah. yeah, His job is not the opposite of that. (laughs) His he's the best fucking guy that sneaks shit across the border. Yeah, because he just jumps across that night, dude. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, that's that's the move. Like (laughs) the flying coyote. Yeah, just hopping over the moon. You see a silhouette. He's got nine kids in his arms. That would be. They all have COVID. I'd watch it. They all have COVID. (laughs) Because yeah, we don't check. Do you think he would have to have a chin strap on his sombrero so that it wouldn't fall off when he's jumping? Like, dude, yeah, they, for sure, they're, for they're, sure. Uh, what are they? They're aerodynamic. Dude, right? he, he, his sombrero is so big, though, right? Like, yeah. he grabs the end and floats. Oh. He'll jump and, like, coast. Like, uh, do you guys remember Mario Brothers 3? Yeah. Or no, 2. Yeah. 2. With when the, the princess, she would jump and go yeah. across. Yeah. Right? Dude, dude, he does that. Fruit vegetables. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow. Same, same power too, because he could farm just like picking, oranges. picking fruits, dude, super fast. Yeah, just fucking popping veggies yeah. at the ground. Whoa, 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 I can whoa. feed anyone. When he's hungry, he lands on a shopping cart near the overpass and he pulls the oranges out. Oh my god, dude, that's the way to go. Again. Wow, Valencia, these are juice oranges. <laughs> These are not from Mexico. (laughs) (laughs) This this is the industrial complex farming of America. (laughs) 
taking the jobs. Yobs away from my people. The yobs, dude. <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, For like real, that. though, I, that, that is weird uh, that they haven't figured that out yet. Like, I would imagine there's a lot of young Mexican kids that would do well with a good superhero that represents their culture. We don't right? bitch enough. That's one thing. You'll notice it. I mean, I just, as, a, as an entrepreneur, it seems like shit, dude. As an artist yourself, like, yeah. bring forth this... Gonna be Young brown, wa- brown warrior. Okay, here's the thing. I need I need JP to be on the writing team because the thing is, white guy can't do that if shit. I come out and start doing it. Everybody's gonna be like <laughs> racist. Yeah. Right? That that dude that Dave Chappelle wrote with the super white Neil guy, Neil Brennan. Yeah, he could not have written the Chappelle show without. Yeah, not without. Even Dave. if he wrote literally verbatim everything that Dave Chappelle yeah. wrote down, he couldn't have gone away with it if Dave Chappelle hadn't been there. Not to, at all. Sure. Yeah, not pitch at all. it and act dude, it out. They're both comedic geniuses. They, dude. He really is a comedic yeah. genius. I mean, I don't want to discredit anything. But yeah, definitely he wouldn't be allowed to make the Chappelle show. Not at all. Yeah. Not at all. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of those too, but less and less, less and less that push the envelope. Now we've talked about before back in the day where it used to be like uh, husbands like backhanding the wives and like that was normal. Like, Why I order? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, like that. And and we've we've come a long way, I suppose, in in projecting. I mean, like, like uh, I'm not happy, gonna like. Utopia. <laughs> Complain that we're like, you know, wife beating isn't like a funny thing anymore. But, you know, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there's other things I could joke about. But, uh, yeah. you know, <laughs> I'm going to leave it at that. Yeah. It was wild. Ralph Cramden on the honeymooners used to wind it up. Like he was going like, to, like, once it gets started, yeah. it's not going to stop. He started banging Zoom right to the moon. <laughs> what was the the three the three guys that would poke each other? Three Stooges. Three, three Stooges. Stooges. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Was, yeah. That, was that borderline too, or were, they were, or they were just like fighting each other? I think they were fighting each other. But I'm, that was the time. They could have for sure snuck in some racist I'm sure stuff. A, it would have been. A woman probably got hit in that. Yeah. I'm not sure. I don't think they cast any people of color. No, probably. I don't think so. I, don't, I didn't watch any of them. I mean, I yeah. watched Duck Soup when I was a kid. That's about it. Duck it Soup. That's one of their movies. It's with the Three Stooges. Oh, really? oh. yeah. It's one of like nice. the ones you watch in film class because it's like you're learning about slapstick comedy. And I'm not a huge okay. slapstick guy. Well, yeah, that's why they don't make slapstick movies anymore. Yeah, right. Like, nobody's <laughs> doing like Pratt Falls. It's just it's not it's not very funny. It's not clever. No. It doesn't make you think. The last it's, one was it's hot dumb. Rod. It's like dumb humor. Hot, see, and that's funny. Hot, hot Rod. Rod. We were talking about this in class the other night. Everybody's like, you haven't seen Hot Rod. And I've seen bits and pieces. And I feel like bits and pieces of that movie is like hardly funny. But the whole thing is funny. That's what I've it's heard. very funny. Watch the whole funny. thing start to finish. But bits and pieces, I just can't follow it. It doesn't make sense. No. Even though I like the guys that do it, dude. Like Lonely Island and that whole SNL crew, like that era. Mm-hmm. It's a that pretty much was like the last good SNL crew. No. Well, no, it doesn't have any SNL. It's just the it's Andy the Lonely Island guys. Yeah. And then uh, Danny McBride, and uh, what's ben, what's his goddamn name? Um, Heater. Bill. Bill Hader. Hader. Yeah. Hader. He's yeah. in there as well. He's SNL though. Is he was. He? Yeah. Oh, he was. Yeah, okay. He was yeah. He, I mean, he's been a writer in everything. He's been yeah. involved. In yeah. He's everything. he's clever, dude. I like that guy. He's brilliant. Yeah. Barry on HBO. His show is fucking good. To check it out. Yeah. yeah, but anyway, that's yeah, I don't know any of these names. Yeah, yeah. Are we talking? talking are you guys talking about comedians? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah comedian. <laughs> I I followed it. I just followed his career because I always saw that he was one of those people that no one recognized for a while, and he always wrote with teams. And like he was even a writer for South Park. So cool. I know that he's a good comedian. And I just look like Andy Samberg, I've heard. The comedian in my life (laughs) is the Gabe Show here. The Gabe Show. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Oh, thanks. Oh, man. 
my boy Nick Tomasucci back in the day. You know, yeah, talking, yeah. I've, I've had a couple <laughs> funny people in my life that yeah, have yeah. been like uh, somebody that you talk. They're just constantly making yeah. you laugh. Yeah, <laughs> this guy Nick was he was hilarious. Oh, he he made me feel so welcome walking into the uh, gym my first time too. You know, I came in and you're cracking jokes. I was like, all right, cool. I, I was nervous I was going to walk into like, hey, you know, this guy's a pussy kind of, you know, you don't know what kind of shit you walk into the first time ever going into a jiu-jitsu gym. And then this guy was here and I felt way more comfortable right away. Oh, that's and nice. Man. Gabe is like the guy that I want to introduce people that come to the gym to for the first time. Yeah. Because he's always got a smile. He's smart. He's, you know, well-spoken enough and he's really good at teaching yeah, fundamental. Yeah, I, I know, right? <laughs> yeah. I hate to even toot his, toot his horn even more. But uh, he's also an exceptional jiu-jitsu athlete. I mean, at least that. Yeah. I mean, no <laughs> no big deal, but also just uh, 2022 sub-league uh, world champion. You know, what, you know what's weird is as I was sitting here the whole time, I noticed like I was slumped down. What was you pulling know? your head down? I, I, I mean, it must have been all this gold. Whoa! Another another gold medal. gentlemen. Gold on gold. Wow. Would you like to touch it? Would you like to feel it, anyone? I, I've Go got for it. Eight of those, but hey, yeah, it's, they're still they're still you know? cool every time. Cool. Yeah, I don't know. This is a big this is a big medal too. Like if you ever needed to defend yourself at home, yeah, you know, like you just ah! right there. Yeah, so I this keep is gonna right do next some to the damage. Bed. And by next to the bed, I mean on me when I say. And that. actually, yeah, <laughs> I actually don't think I have this medal. The medal I, I think this is a newer sticks, one. Babe. This is like bigger than the ones that they used to have. That, the Look at that is, shining. That's probably hurting your eyes. That all the YouTube viewers. It's the same one. The other the qualifier is the same one. This one just championship on it okay but Champ- your advanced cool. lightweight champion for 2022 sub league season right here. yeah uh again i've said it before i'll say it again i wasn't surprised uh at all i had no doubt you and vaughn both went there came back with gold medals yeah both of you guys also been in the gym kicking ass you know yeah. pushing yourself uh, training hard, and, and so there's a direct correlation, as we've talked about before, between coming to the gym, pushing yourself, being dedicated, and then going out and executing, coming back with gold medals. You guys are a great example of hard work pays off, you know, so there you go. What is that, your 12th gold medal, or what? No, not my 12th Eighth. gold medal. That was, that's my 6th gold medal, and, and I've competed 11 times. Now. How many medals have you got? Nine. Nine, okay, yeah. so that's in, in the last, and you didn't even know jujitsu before you met me, true? No, I, I mean, I, I had a, I had an interest you, in it. You and Bender would, would give each other wedgies in the living yeah, room and call it jujitsu. Yeah, we'd hug each other in the living room. Yeah. yeah. We're, we're rolling. Yeah. Please. You guys be wrapped together. Like, yeah. I think you're rolling. I'm not yeah. sure. You guys just be watching UFC on the couch. Just spooning. Like, we're doing jujitsu. Like, like, got your back. <laughs> yeah. Wrestling and uh, Anyway, but, okay, real proper jujitsu instruction <clears throat> in the gym. Right. Less than three years ago. Maybe three years three, ago. Three years ago in, in April. So, uh, so yeah, just, just three years wow. plus a month, yeah. two months. Yeah. So, that's exciting, bro. Yeah. Wow. What a what a athlete you are. It's been a journey, man. It's, uh, you know, what, what, you know, these little things, it's funny, this little thing, what it means to me is, is cool, because the hard work that went into that. Yeah, people know? don't have any idea. With They'll see a bunch of medals <clears throat> hanging up, and they'll say, oh, that's cool, you're a competitor, whatever, but man, the amount of sweat and pain and being sore and being tired, yeah. not wanting to go to the gym, still going to the gym. You know, like not wanting to roll, getting one more round in. Yeah. Like always every day you do that, that shit adds up. Yeah, it does. Yeah, man. People don't people don't often pursue things with the passion and the dedication it takes to be 
to be a winner in that thing. And in jujitsu, even more so, it's not like the hobby. It's not like we're flying remote control airplanes. Like we're practicing breaking each other. Yeah. And that's your fun thing that you do. And then to yeah. go into a, a thing where you've got a, hundreds of people or whatever, lots of athletes, everybody's yeah. watching you and you get to go out there and go up against somebody whose only goal is to break you. Mm-hmm. Dang, dude, that's crazy. You're a little yeah. bit crazy for that. A little bit. Yeah, that's yeah. What I, was, I was telling that to Danny last night as we were sitting there, and uh, I was like, man, today was just such a roller coaster of a day. It's like, you know, plus we're on the coast. So to get out to these tournaments is like a two and a half hour, three hour <laughs> yeah. drive. Mm-hmm. So I'm in my head for three hours, you know, like just thinking about it. Like Good. I can feel my heart rate going, you know, the music's down low in the car, completely off. And I'm just sitting there, like, visualizing over and over again what's going to happen. Good. And I'd sat there, like, I do this, like, in my bed before I compete. Hell yeah. Like, there's a move that I like to do, go-go clinch, right? It's like, it's a it's a choking position out of rubber guard. But, like, the way to get there is you're always clearing the foot in front of the head. And I'm sitting there in bed, just doing this over and over and over again. Kung Fu move. Right, Kung Fu move. Because <clears throat> I'm like, this is just, this is getting my reps in. Like, with nobody here, like, I don't need anybody here. I know what it feels like to have a body locked up. Mm-hmm. in deep in my trap and uh it was tough man you know at, like there was seven guys qualified for my bracket only two of them signed up outside of me so only three guys in morning of one of the guys pulled out so i ended up facing just one guy mm. for three for three rounds right so what it was is you you face each other three times or two and it's best out of three right so we go in the first round and i'm just throwing everything at them everything just just even going, like, outside of what my normal game is, like, but just flowing with it. Like, I just felt like I couldn't be touched. Like, mm-hmm. like no matter what he was throwing at me, like, it just was not in danger. So, I'm, like, I'm just, just pushing the pace on him the whole time. And, like, I was winning the breathing game. Like, I could hear him. Like, even when he was on top for a second, not past my guard, but on top, I could hear him, like, <sighs> like, like, shallow chest breaths. Mm-hmm. And I, I, like, I, like pulled him towards me like i felt like and i like breathed like i might i can feel like my face tensing up because it's like it's you get like rage you know it's like battle rage (laughs) and i'm like taking big deep breaths like almost rubbing his face in it like Mm -hmm. Like, look at how big i can breathe right yeah i got you beat right now because i'm winning the cardio game yeah so we go off to the sides right in between rounds i'm like shit you know i didn't put him away in the first round i mean good good dude man good defense strong and like uh a tough body type to get a lot of things broken away from on. Mm-hmm. Like, just like a, a stocky, strong, kind of shorter guy. So, a lot of times, that's kind of a hard... It's a hard body type to to peel away limbs from, you know? It's hard to get a lot of extension, I feel like, on a smaller, kind of more compact guy. Mm-hmm. But between rounds, I'm over there, and I see him, like, sitting down. And I'm like, okay, I'm standing up. I feel good. You know, I was like, I feel pretty good. Mm-hmm. So, I just started eating a banana. <laughs> and I was like... I know right now that I'm in his head because I know and I could feel him stealing glances on me uh-huh. and I'm just there peeling a banana and I'm taking little bites and I'm just like breathing through Don't, my nose Yeah, because I was like, this is, this is, we're playing the mental game now yeah. because I'm going to go at this guy. Once I knew, I was like, okay, we drew in the first round. We got two more rounds. Yeah. No matter what, we got yeah. two more rounds. <clears throat> so now I'm playing the long game. So you can watch me eat this banana and I ate that banana. <laughs> <laughs> All right. He's sort of like... One bite. I just swallowed yeah. the whole just, fucking yeah. thing. I looked just, right in his eyes and I ate it in one bite. Just like the yeah. I just pushed move. the back of the peel on. Yeah. And just kept breathing through your nose. I the didn't whole even time. chew. Yeah. Yeah. 
Uh, but uh, I'd be so scared. Yeah. I'd be like, it Mama. came out in one piece, looked like it was chocolate dip. But I, uh, anyhow, uh, so we went in the second round, right? And he starts throwing like a little bit more of his game at uh-huh. me. Oddly enough, like getting into the leg lock battle, and I'm like, dude, this is like, this is day one shit for me. Like, I'm not, I'm not worried about this at all. Like, you're just wasting your energy. That's what I felt like the whole time. I could like feel his body all tense and, and wrenching on shit, and. Just like, okay, man, like, just gas out. Do your thing, you know, gas out. You're good. And I can still hear him breathing and breathing and breathing. So, again, I end the, the last little bit of the round with him, like, in deep trouble. Like, he's yeah. in danger again. We go into the next round. I'm like, this is it, you know? I was like, I got six minutes to work now. Six minutes to put this dude away. And the woman that's running our, our table goes, hey, guys, uh, you have a tiebreaker match. That's half the time. You got three minutes. But it's going to be points. <clears throat> and I'm like, oh, Okay. That sucks. So they threw some new rules in on the last second yeah, or which what? Is, which is frustrating because uh, I was talking with Jose. Jose Rico cornered me, right? And, 10th uh, line of black belt. Yeah, killer. And he goes, like, he's like, push the pace hard in this round. I can tell that you're way less tired than he is. And that's boot camp, dude. Like, that's that's getting mm. into the gym early and working hard <laughs> and, and yeah. sweating and getting to the point when, like, I want to quit and then taking 30 seconds and be like, okay, I don't have to quit. You know, yeah. like you're just getting to that crazy, you know, point when you're just so exhausted. So I'm okay. I'm like, all right, I'm good. I got this. So I go and it's like three minutes. I'm like, okay, well, this is a full blown sprint now, you know? So, uh, Jose's yelling flying, uh, flying go, go clinch or whatever. Same shit. You always yell at me. So I'm like, okay, you know, I'll, I'll try it. And, uh, so I go like pull him into my guard, whatever. I end up on top. This guy goes straight to lockdown, which is like such a 10th planet thing. And sweeps me with an electric chair sweep. And I'm like, you got to be shitting me. So that's this one is, of our our moves, yeah, like, you know, our, our style. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. And the whole time, like, I'm like, well, he's got me locked down. Like, I, I'm I'm for sure just going to uh, Japanese necktie this guy. It's like mm-hmm. a neck crank choke. Well, it's It works as both, right? You're not supposed to neck crank, but... Not in this, not in advance, which is weird. You can yeah. still, you can still choke him out blood though. Yeah. So yeah. I'm like, I, I'm an, I'm just going to wait. And I was digging that, uh, that whizzer in really hard and I was ready to rock. You know, I was like, if, if he just collapses, if he can collapse one little bit, I got him. Like, I know I got him because I hit this all the time. Then like sweeps me. I'm like, holy shit. Like, and I hear Alec yell out one minute. I'm like one minute. He just swept me. You know, I was like, I'm on bottom now. Like I need to make some shit happen. And all day I was hunting for this one submission, a Hindulatine. And, uh, shout out to Ben Eddy. Be- shout out to Ben Eddy, right? So I was deep in on one in the first match, and he defended pretty well. Mm-hmm. And uh, so we get there, and I'm thinking Hindulatine, and then I'm like, wait a second, dude. I was like, I got a minute. Like, I'm going to put this dude in, in deep, deep trouble. So I have, like, weird flexibility. Because before when we were stretching, I was in my car putting my foot behind my head. Because I was like, you know, there's not, like, and I'm cold, and I can do that. Like, I'm not going to do it now. Oh, but I can, out of your fucking, I yeah, right, it's that. wild. God damn it. So I, I'm so, so I, jealous. I put I really this am. down. Dude, yeah. <clears throat> thank you. <laughs> so I put it down in front of my uh in front of his face there. And once I get this through and then this, it's it's just over, man. It's over. And I could hear him like like struggling to breathe. And then when I heard him stop breathing, I was like, okay, like that's it. It's over. So uh, you know, he taps. And I've had some dudes before. Well, one guy, not some dudes, one guy, right? In that position. It looks a lot of times like people are trying to push your foot away. Mm-hmm. So whenever they tap, it's like, oh, I was just pushing his foot away. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's uh, it's a Brazilian tap. They yeah. can they can do a move where they try to get away or or act like it's not a tap, right? And try to say it was something else, but so uh, everybody knows it was a tap. So I I 
at one now I kind of realized like I'm gonna hang on a little bit more. Yeah, until so, the ref touches right, you. Right. Yeah. Until he said, uh, "What Perot or Prow or whatever the hell means yeah. stop." He said stop in Brazilian. Yeah. So uh, Portuguese, but Portuguese. Yeah. Oh boy. <laughs> Brazilian. Oh, boy. Whatever. Yeah. We call it what you want. Portuguese. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But anyhow. Yeah. That's offensive. But here's the thing. Uh, so I finish him, and I go to help him up. You know, because I try to be a decent guy, whatever. And uh, he was just sitting there, and he's like. Wait, I was like, "Oh, you're going out." So, <laughs> yeah. So I grinned at him, and then I went and stood next to the ref and waited to go. You know, like that. But uh, yeah, it was it was cool though because, uh, it was fourteen and a, fourteen and a half minutes of mat time. It's a lot of time, dude. That's that's yeah. It's a lot of time on the mats. Where if I had had and I looked at it and I thought, you know what, if I had had two guys in my bracket, let's suppose that I just can't put either of those guys away. I'm confident that I could have, mm-hmm. but. Let's suppose I just go to two draws and one of those guys beats the other one. I get half of the mat, or I get not half, but I get two and a half minutes less of competition time and play second. Like if I would have just went to draw, you know, like if if I didn't sub guys in two rounds, mm-hmm. so that sucks, you know. So like having one guy, oddly enough, got me like a lot of work. And what it did do is it made me like feel like calmer. Because I was like, I, you know, I, I know this guy now. I can play mind games. Yeah. yeah like well, you, I, you felt him the first time. Yeah. And you knew that he didn't have anything that you couldn't take, that you couldn't yeah. f- fight off. And so I, to go yeah. two more rounds, knowing with that knowledge in the back of your head, certainly gives you a feeling of yeah. like, strength. And know? I feel like he was, I, I feel like that was a lot of things. Though. I feel like in my division, a lot of times people are physically stronger than I am. Like, uh, it, and this is why this shit means a lot to me. And jiu-jitsu means a lot to me because... I'm the guy that in high school when we'd be like, okay, physical fitness test time, whatever, do five pull-ups. I couldn't do five pull-ups. Do 50 push-ups. I couldn't do 50 push-ups. Do sit-ups. Got that locked in. Of course, always been good. But yeah. I, I'm, not, I'm not very physically strong. Like, if we yeah. arm wrestled, you'd beat me. You'd beat me. You guys would be close. <laughs> but I, you know, I, I'm not the most burly dude. So I always feel like I'm at a strength disadvantage, but I'm at a technique advantage mm-hmm. for sure. Like that's just how I feel. Like oh, yeah. no matter what, I'm gonna be a step ahead. And like watching my matches back, the way I was chaining shit together was like this to this to this to this. It wasn't just like go all in and gas out on, on some shit. Like and I threw so many attacks <laughs> at this dude. Yeah. And uh ultimately I'm proud, like even of the draws that, you know, went out there and, and did my thing, and so did Vaughn. Vaughn went to two draws. Then in his overtime round, armbar his guy. Sick. Which was killer. You yeah. Know? And uh, that just means yeah. that that the guy that you're going with, you know, he was on your level. He's good. And yeah. and that's how it should be. You're in a you're in a championship match <clears throat> after th- two other tournaments. This is the last match you've gone up against this guy before, right? Yeah. No, I've, no, I never. You never have. have? Yeah, he he placed uh, he placed I think. Second under the Grants Pass guy in the last one. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, either way, I mean, you're you're able to test yourself. Uh, you versus one other guy, and then have multiple rounds to do that. Mm-hmm. That's where the obviously the boot camp training comes in. Yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. Also, the eleven minute rounds. Yeah. Like we do eleven minute round Thursdays. Yeah. Now, so any given Thursday, you're gonna get at least minimum thirty three minutes in. Most of the time, everybody's getting like 66 or 77 minutes in. Mm-hmm. Dude, 77 minutes of trying to kill somebody, of trying to not let them kill you in in one yeah, like yeah. continuous session yeah. with only minute breaks in between, that's brutal. Yeah. But what that does then is sets you apart, at least 
not just physically, but mentally from somebody that's in like a tournament where maybe they don't do 11 minute rounds. The hardest this guy goes is being able to crank it up to 100% in competition, but we get to we get to crank it up not 100% no. but we 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 accelerate our our training yeah enough and then we do it long enough that by the time you go up and to compete against a guy like one other guy best two out of three that exact situation dude the amount of like uh uh confidence that you have through being <laughs> able to train and compete long yeah is is so huge. Dude. Yeah, it's so huge. So yeah, you went in there, and that's one of the things that you can, like that is when you go into a fight or a jujitsu competition. One of the things that you can control is your breathing, is your fitness going into the match. Right? There's some things you can't control. I can't control if the dude is going to do a flying thing. Right? But what I can control is the fact that I've spent a hundred reps going against maniacs that also do those flying things. Yeah. You know, so you have to be able to control all of the things that you can control. Yeah. And the fact that you've got the mental side of it, you've got the breathing side of it, and you've got the physicality, the comfort in in that intense long duration competition, bro, that's it's going to be hard you're, for uh, somebody to 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 beat you with all that going for you. You're still blue belt, right? Or yeah. you're you're okay, so you're just a punk blue belt, dude. Just a little blue. blue yeah. So, yeah. I mean, you're probably maybe you're like in the higher division of blue belts or something. <clears throat> like uh, that. yeah. Like my last two were were in the advanced division, and the reason for that is like, so advanced division is like three to five years of training. Mm-hmm. So for the qualifier of this, I had been training like two years and ten months. Okay. And I was like, you know what? By the time the championship rolls around, it seems shitty to have trained for over three years, technically. And then being like, you know what? In the beginner division. I don't, because at that point, it's like, at that, I mean, at that point, I'd go to the intermediate division and just sub everybody. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. all the, all of my last intermediate divisions, it was just like steamroll everybody, mm. you know? And it's fun because it's watching those guys that are still in the intermediate division that I've beat sub everybody in their division is kind of cool yeah. because it's like, oh shit. Like <clears throat> I, you know, I was d- talking to Alec, you know, I saw guys getting their hands raised, you know, and I was like, oh, I beat that guy, I beat that guy, I beat yeah. that guy, you know? And it's kind of cool. Yeah, it's <laughs> kinda, you know, cool. it feels kind of cool. And uh, watching guys that I beat metal, like I get it. You know, I try, I try to curb my ego, and I really try not to talk a, a ton of you know shit or anything. But it's like it does feel kind of good, you know, because those other guys it. are still good and they're still active competitors. Mm-hmm. It's not one-offs. Yeah. The first dude that I ever subbed in a competition was Diego, our teammate, and he's winning shit. You know, he just won the Fuji Championship in Seattle. Oh no! Yeah, shit he at one seventy. Oh yeah. damn! He won World Series of Jiu-Jitsu here. That was both of our first gold medal ever, and we warmed up outside in the sun on the wow. mats. Yeah, so it's a you know it's it's a it's a wild thing, man, to like have beat active competitors and not just like weekend warriors. You what know? would you say to somebody that's let's say listening to this podcast and wants to try jujitsu for the first <clears throat> time? What's their headspace need to be to be able to get to where you are right now? I'd say just just like it's it's such a simple thing is just be be open to failure ask a ton of questions and just keep showing up you just so have a, to keep it's an easy formula up. yeah, yeah. And, and it's something that just it fits you so well like you know your 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 body as well your flexibility and then also you know your personality and stuff it just it seems to be something that just you fit into so well like, yeah i love this man it's, i love this it's it's like for example, now I say nowadays we have this, this big problem. Like we're talking about all this like society issues that we we're talking about earlier. I call it like a gardening problem. 
Because, like, it's, uh, <clears throat> you, for example, before humans started gardening, nature got to choose what was around, what plants got to live. Mm-hmm. And then humans started gardening. All plants get to live. And so then we have to decide which plants go where and how to use them. And that's what we're facing with people. Like, we have all sorts of people now that get to hang around. Like, 30 years ago, if you were autistic, like, you probably get called, <coughs> like, mentally handicapped. You get treated terribly. Now, you're one of the best paid coders in the Bay Area. Right. You know, so, yeah. really, uh, and then for you, you just, like, happen to find that one thing that just fit for you perfectly. And Yeah, I got lucky, dude. <laughs> well, yeah, well, I, really I mean, it, you got lucky. Yeah, I mean, it's it's definitely, I mean, it's. But it's a good time. I don't know if it's like a... It's weird. I don't know. Here's I, I look at it like this, dude. I look at it like it's this. Perfect. Like the gym, something that I love. Jiu-Jitsu has helped me in my life many ways, right? Yeah. And so for me to create a gym and a jiu-jitsu team, that's also my goal for other people to level up their lives through this same avenue that I've leveled up my life in. Oh, yeah. And then there's... there's I, I keep seeing this. Like sort of the same sort of saying, the same theme. And essentially, it's like diamonds in the cave don't shine. And you could be you could be an absolute star, but if you're in a cave, you would never know. If there was no jujitsu school, yeah. you might never find out that you're a super awesome jujitsu athlete. Right. But the fact that there is one here and you found it allows you to rise to this potential that you may not have even known yeah. you had. You might have never been awesome, as awesome at anything else in life as jujitsu, yeah. right? Well, it's yeah, not not maybe, even, maybe but, not. You might have been the best something else, sir. Maybe, dude. It's just like your interests just Traver. happen to fit this so perfectly. Yeah, and also you know you you met the right people that That's you, you meet yeah, too. Like you know you got the right gardener in this instance. How many yeah. people can grow tomatoes on the coast? Yeah, like, I, I say well, we just this is a tomato that maybe not other people <laughs> yeah. can embrace. Well, we dug you out of the mine. Yeah. We we brought yeah. you up, and then yeah. the gym is a place just for to shine light on you. Yeah, you finally yeah. you know so and it's. It's not just you. It's I think the fact that there's a place where people can go to. Find, that's what makes a city cool. Mm-hmm. You know, is like there's more things for people to pursue mm-hmm. till they eventually find their thing. Because if everybody found their passion and pursued it with the same like relentlessness that you pursued jujitsu, I think the world would be a better place. Well, quality oh, yeah. would no longer be an issue. Because everybody, yeah, if you yeah. if you love what you do, you're going to be better at it than yeah. if, right? Yeah. So the more things there are, the more opportunities there are for people to grow under in that thing. Yeah. yeah. And so it just everything lined up, and and of course at the end of the day, it all comes down to you, like the work that you put in, you being sick and still doing hill sprints, you know, yeah, all awesome. of those things. Yeah, that was um, damn. hard. That was and, hard, dude. Damn. I had COVID. I was running up the driveway and shit. Oh, shit. Yeah. Uh, you, you think a hill sprint sucks? <laughs> Do it on COVID. Yeah. I only got five out. Your neighbor calls the cops. It's like, that COVID kid is running up and down the fucking... He's outside. <laughs> He's coughing at the edge of the street. <laughs> yeah. yeah All right. Well, we got an hour, you guys. That was uh, a little recap of Juan Pablo, our buddy. Good yeah. being around. Uh, welcome yeah, back, and we'll you. see you again next time. Awesome, yeah. guys. And uh, Gabe, you guys, right, newest... Newest champ. Right. Cheers, fellas. Cheers. To finding the right people to, you know, grow in a garden with. Yeah. That's it. Nathan and Gabe Show, episode 44, everybody. Bye. Bye.